Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Please hang a moon up and tune up the cellos for here come the dreamers. Tell all the fellows to varnish their trumpets, butter the crumpets and garnish the cellos. Let us get to it and do it upright. Welcome the dreamers with all of our Welcome to Dream Farm Radio. My name is Julie Lavender, and I'm sitting here in our family's historic barn overlooking the rolling New England fields of Dream Farm. I'm inviting you to drive down the country road of your imagination and to join us right here in our barn with its soaring posts and beams and its panoramic view of the countryside. We'll unleash fresh jazz synergies as we explore the music and the dreams of our guest artists. So join us, because you never know. We just might touch a few of your dreams along the way. Welcome, everyone. I'm kind of excited to do a continuation of a program we did recently with Catherine Bent and Elise Josera, who were guests at the farm for a live concert event. They have a project called Ungosta Gesol, and we simply could not squeeze all of that marvelous evening into one program. So I have arranged another interview with Catherine, who is here via Skype, to tell us about what we did together that evening and to represent her friend Elise, who's actually German and therefore in Germany at the moment, but who was with Catherine in the barn doing this concert of classical Brazilian music with jazz and folk and gorgeousness all mixed in. Welcome back, Catherine. Thank you, Julie. Good to be back with you. Well, we talked last time about um, the music and um, how it plays so well in the sandbox with so many different styles and how it has deep roots with jazz. Um, And uh, we're going to let everyone hear a smidge in this segment of what it sounded like in the barn when you and Elise were there. But can you tell us quickly about your unique collaboration? Why this instrumentation? Why Elise? How did you guys meet? Well, Elise and I met very organically. We met through um, a community of musicians in Boston who um, who love and play Brazilian music. She was actually here for a year, um, you know, mid-career to come and, and study at Berkeley for a year. And you spend a lot of time in Brazil every year. Learning. And I spent right. a lot of time in Brazil. So, And she has lived there too. So we both, you know, our paths crossed at this moment in the middle of a Boston winter, mm-hmm. and um, I heard her play, and we played a couple of things together informally, and uh, our, I think a unique partnership was born at that time. I, I think that our combination of sounds is um, is pretty much unprecedented, um, certainly in this genre. 
because you are a cellist? I'm a cellist and she's a singer and guitarist. So she so, definitely has jazz chops and she also has this lovely light and plaintive voice and you're able to take a lot of music with a lot of, I mean, you could go many directions and sort of take the inherent qualities of it and express it just with you two ladies um, and, the, and the timbre of your instruments. It's kind of cool. And we also really enjoy pulling in all the different influences that we're inspired by and that we enjoy. And um, we like a dose of humor in the music too. It doesn't have to be so serious mm -hmm. all the time, even when it's complex. Uh, the song we're about to play, uh, Chico Chico no Fuba, um, will be familiar to most Americans, actually, because it was sung first on these shores in about 1943 by Carmen Miranda. Yay. Um, <laughs> Do I need bananas <laughs> in my hair to enjoy it? <laughs> Pardon? Don't yes, exactly. <laughs> so she was kind of an, the first ambassador to uh, to the United States of, of Brazilian music, and it was very much exotified, you know. Um, but the song actually dates back to 1917, and it's a choro. Um, the words were added later, and they're kind of nonsense words, actually. Um, but we, we enjoy the, the kind of frivolity of this song, and we mixed in a bunch of things, including an Afro-Cuban tumbao. You'll hear me go into this pizzicato bass line in the middle. And, um, and at the same time, Elise is doing this very difficult um, thing that comes out of Renaissance hocketing. So she's yes. playing two of her notes on the guitar and singing the other two, and... You'll hear it's kind of virtuosic and amazing and silly at the same time. Filling in the gaps with your voice when your guitar isn't playing and all that kind of thing. And right. remember, everyone, this was a live concert at Dream Farm when the air was filled with um, fun and frivolity and beauty. And so we can't wait to bring you an example of that evening with Tico Tico no Fuba. O Tico Tico taca outra vez aqui O Tico Tico tá comendo meu fubá O Tico Tico tem, tem que se alimentar Que vai comer umas minhocas no pomar O Tico Tico tá, tá outra vez aqui O Tico Tico tá comendo meu fubá O Tico Tico tem, tem que se alimentar Que vai comer umas minhocas no pomar Oh, por favor, tira esse bicho do celeiro Que ele acaba comendo o fubá inteiro Tira esse bicho de lá que vai comer meu fubá Tem tanta coisa que ele faz Pinica. Eu já fiz tudo para ver se conseguia Botei o piche para ver se ele comia Botei o calo, me espantai e alça pão Mas ele acha que fubá é que é boa alimentação O tico-tico tá, tá outra vez aqui O tico-tico tá comendo no fubá O tico-tico tem, tem que se alimentar Que vai comer umas minhocas do pomar O tico-tico tá, tá outra vez aqui O tico-tico tá comendo no fubá O tico-tico tem, tem que se alimentar Que vai comer umas minhocas do pomar Oh, por favor, tira esse bicho do celeiro Que ele acaba comendo o fubá inteiro Tira esse bicho de lá Que vai comer meu fubá Tem tanta coisa que ele pode espinica Eu já fiz tudo para ver se conseguia Botei o peixe para ver se ele comia Botei um galo, me espantai Eu sou bom, mas ele acha que fubá Que por com alimentação
the nonsense words that the lyrics in this song Catherine in uh Chico Tico. Tico, in Tico. Chico Chico well the words are not even nonsensical it's it's just about the Chico Chico is a sparrow a type of sparrow and he's he's in my barn eating my cornmeal and <laughs> <laughs> I mean who knows what that means right it's just it's it's very silly and, well, it was and, so appropriate for our house our our farm our yeah. our sensibility it was really go. terrific and again this is the project on gusta de sol with catherine ben on the cello and elise josera on guitar and vocal we're going to be in the next segment presenting more of your music to everyone because you've got this brand new album and elise comes all the way over from germany to do or to, to do tours with you and again you're going to to europe this summer which sounds very exciting I'm excited about that. So we're going to be hearing from you an instrumental. Um, how do you say it? Brejero? Brejero. Yes. Yeah. This is um, this is also a very old composition. This is from the turn of the 20th century by a great pianist and composer from Rio called Ernesto Nazare. And um, this is, I've always loved this Good. piece well, of music. and. We're going to hear more, a little bit more about it. Sorry to interrupt because we're coming to the end of the segment, but I'm waiting with bated breath to hear all about it and then what it sounded like that evening here in the barn. I am Julie Lavender. This is Dream Farm Radio, live concert review event that we're sharing with you with Catherine Bent and Elise Rosera. We're going to take a short break and I will be right back. O digo-digo tem, tem que se alimentar Quem vai comer umas minhocas no pomar? O digo-digo tem, tem que se alimentar Quem vai comer umas minhocas no pomar? Thank mm-hmm. you. 
This is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Julie Lavender, and you're listening to Dream Farm Radio. And today I'm doing a Skype interview with Catherine Bent, who was in the farm uh, a couple of months ago doing a marvelous concert with Elise Rosera and their Brazilian jazz classical folk melange of amazingness. And uh, Catherine, you were right in the middle of explaining the song we're going to hear next in the last segment. It's an instrumental, so set up the tune for us. Well, my first my first uh, approach in arranging this song was I snipped out half a beat every few bars. I just felt like it swung a little more if I changed it from the original 2-4 meter into something a little more stumbly. Um, so does that so mean I you think... actually added a half a beat in, in some sort of incalculable way? Oh, and I just, it, well, every four <laughs> bars I, I made a bar of 3-8. So you'll hear it's a little bit uneven and a little unpredictable, and then it goes back to the the kind of more predictable groove in certain sections. Okay, okay. But I also noticed that while I was arranging it, this composer, Ernesto Nazare, seemed to want to have a conversation with J.S. Bach. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized these two, these are two really great musicians and great teachers of mine, and both very serious and um, business-like in their approach, but and very prolific, mm-hmm. but also um, just wonderfully imaginative. And I, I felt like 
they wanted to foreground the humor in both of their music as they as they, as they conversed through me. This just this kind of just happened. It wasn't so what happens when really when really smart people get off on their brilliant humor, and the rest of us are trying to keep keep up. <laughs> <laughs> But, well, but intuitively, you know, you, you know, kind of whimsical, maybe in some way, do you think? Oh, absolutely whimsical and, and, you know, a little bit sort of combative in moments in a humorous way. And, and I felt like it brought out kind of, it, it spoke for me in a couple of different ways. So I, I just went with this. And every time we perform it, 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 it takes on a little bit more characteristic of these two composers in my I like it. I'm glad you did this because I think people who are really listening and enjoying the depth of what we're bringing today will be able to go farther because you said that. And I also think it is emblematic to me of who you are. You're very serious and, you know, but you have a childlike quality about you and an appreciation of, of sort of a lightness of things. And so I think this sounds like a perfect vehicle for you to be yourself, Catherine. And I can't wait to hear what you and Elise have done with this. It's called Brejero? Brejero. Okay.
for that 3-8 beat. Oh, <laughs> That's okay. measure of 3-8 in my life. I need it. I think that I do it without thinking about it. Like I think I'm on, in, in a regular meter and then everyone looks at me like, what happened? <laughs> well, no, it doesn't, doesn't always have to be rationalized or counted, you know? I mean, Thank that's you. the thing about folk music, really, isn't it? You know, the word, the music is in service to the lyrics. So that's... Oh my gosh, I feel so much better. Because there's a, I, I'm such an intuitive musician that sometimes I'm, you know, I'm struggling to, to make it fit into a logical way of thinking. But um, I am excited about this next uh, piece that we're going to hear because we're going to hear Elise's voice as she introduced the piece, uh, the night of the concert at the farm, Choro Bandido. And I, I, I know she has some things she wants to say, um, but I wondered if you wanted to compliment her thoughts and uh, this piece at all? Well, I think, you know, it's been really interesting for me to learn about all these lyrics um, by these great lyricists in uh, from Brazil. And, you know, the language is so, their use of language is so poetic and mm -hmm. erotic and political and all of these things all at once. It's like a kaleidoscope of language through which the, the listener can can hear so many things and, and relate in their own way. And isn't it a vernacular in Brazilian life that they expect that kind of layered use of language and music? They do not expect three chords and, you know, and a chorus and, and baby, 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 oh baby kind of lyrics. They really, as a people, have a capacity for, for multi-layered musical appreciation. And they're, they're very, they're heart on the sleeve kind of people too. They're so emotional. They want to connect. Cool. Well, let's hear, this is a ballad, it's called Choro Bandido, which is the bandit of the Choro. Let's hear also what Elise says about it. Well, the next one is, um, is a composition by Edu Lobo Enchigo Warki, and it's called um, Choro Banchido. So it's actually not a Choro, which is the style that we just heard in the last two tunes, but um, Banchido is... Bandit. Is a bandit, yeah. And actually, <laughs> this tune is about how mean the musicians are that steal our hearts with their beautiful notes. <laughs> Thank you. 
falsos como eu Serão bonitas, não importa São bonitas as canções Mesmo miseráveis os poetas Os seus versos serão Pois 
sossegos Podem ver na escuridão That Shoro stole my heart, Catherine. Did it steal yours? <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I love how it moves through all these different keys and you kind of get lost in the labyrinth. Well, before we get too far gone, I'm going to take a short break so we can come back refreshed to hear more music with Catherine Bent and Elise Rosera. This is Dream Farm Radio, and we're looking back at a fabulous live event we had at the farm, and we cannot wait to bring more to you in just a few moments.
Hi, this is Julie. You know, the barn here at Dream Farm could have just been a place for storing up unrequited longing and pain. Because at one time, I was dominated by paralyzing performance anxiety that kept me running away from the stage. Then I learned to overcome and share my music and gifts freely. Now everything here is designed to touch the dreams of our listeners and inspire you. So why not go to dreamfarmradio.org and sign up for our free weekly episodes and inspiration. We've got something special from the farm for you and your kids. I've released a breakthrough adventure book for kids 10 to 14 and adults. Mrs. Amazing in the Seed is all about a wacky family that refuses to be stifled. In a world of threatening conformity, they dare to think differently and risk everything to explore the mystical realm of wonder. This book will entertain and encourage you. Visit dreamfarmradio.org to watch the video and learn more. Welcome back. This is Dream Farm Radio, and we had a live concert here, and we're kind of um, going back in time and enjoying that. And Catherine Bent is here with me doing the interview segments to tell us about the music on Skype, which I love. And um, Catherine, I got to open for you, in essence, this evening. Then we did this, and um, so I just wanted to introduce one of the pieces that I did with Don Davis again, um, soprano sax, and it was called Could You Believe, which was a fun little song to uh, start the evening off with. So I think we'll just listen to that and see how it sounded. Ready? Could you believe... By the way, I wrote this. Could you believe someone's crazy about you that it's true even though it's too good to be true? Could you believe
tricks, all your schemes and the ways you get in your last licks. Could you believe? believe how fun that was for me to sing that for the audience that really came to hear you and tolerated me <laughs> it was delightful ah it. it was great i thoroughly enjoyed uh, being a part of that evening and sharing a little bit of it musically with you um before we get too far off the beaten path i want to bring it back so we can end the show with this piece by jobim that you and elise did tell us about it well, this the song. The title of the song literally means "It's raining on the rose bush." Rosera is a rose bush, and I think it explores a, a kind of common theme in Brazilian music, which um, is water and specifically rain. You know, there's this very um, well-known bossa nova called "Waters of March," Aguas de Março, and um, I think it's the idea is that rain purifies, mm. and it's kind of like it could also be considered to be kind of an emotional catharsis that pain after pain and suffering the sun will come out afterwards and look at all these things that can grow in the rain and this song is going through all of the things that happen in a rainy situation and there's a little bird living by the rose bush and he's hopping through the dampness and predicting the spring and it's um also elisa's last name right? it is Rosera, so it's rain on it's a double it's a bit of a play on words isn't it i, I you know what i gave her that name <laughs> <laughs> I said, here's this name that doesn't belong to me, and I'm giving it to you. Aw, that's <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. So Love rain it. on the singer. <laughs> rain on the singer-guitarist and on the roses and at the farm and all over this program. It's a wonderful jazz waltz, and I thought that our particularly um, jazz-focused fans would enjoy this one. So let's hear it. Chico, chico 
That was delightful, and what an evening we had together, and I'm so glad you could come back to punctuate the music with insight. I feel like um, it's really helpful for us to have things to hold on to to help us go deeper with music and art. Some people say, you know, oh, you know, you shouldn't give people uh, ideas of what this piece means or what that piece of art means, but I don't know, Catherine, I feel like... I always want to know what's going on with the artist and the musician. And um, how do you feel about that? I do too, Julie. I, I think that music, of course, has the power to speak for things that are that are inexpressible. But I always want to know what the words are about or what does the title mean? Or if I'm going to play your music, what were you thinking when you wrote it? And, you know, but the interesting thing about that, though, is I know also music has spoken for you. I imagine when you first went to Brazil and you were not as conversant with the culture or maybe the language, you just had to pull out your axe oh, <laughs> and hang out, that you know, was... and let it, it let it tell your story, right? That's absolutely how it was. I could barely converse with anybody, but we had musical conversations, really, truly. How long did it take before you really felt like... Um, uh, you, you were at home there in Brazil because you go every summer, right, to, well, to it, study and yeah. play. It took about a day. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, seriously, now I feel like I have I have another life there that is just as real as my life here in New England. And I have friends and, and work and, um, you know, it's it's very it's very it's like a piece of my life that was missing until I and I until I found it and put that in there. And now it, now it stretches across the Atlantic um, to where Elise is, and you're going to be going there this summer and doing uh, concerts in Europe, and you're going to miss are. out on a little Brazil while you're in Europe. We are, we absolutely are, and um, uh, if anybody wants to know what we're up to and what's coming up yes. uh, for our our gigs, uh, coming performances. Um, they could visit our website, which is our first names, and it's eliseandcatherine.com, E-L-I-S-A-N-D-C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E.com. Okay. And you want to get Um Gosta de Sol, which is, uh, spell it. Um, U-M, Gosto, G-O-S-T-O, G-D-E, Sol, S-O-L. A Taste of the Sun. That's our new album from 2015. And I really want to encourage people, you've heard the music, but it would be so delightful if you would purchase it and support it and encourage it anytime you get a chance to support music by actually paying for it and buying it. It's a delight and an important thing to do for music and artists. Uh, it's sad when we expect so much for free, isn't it? 
It certainly is. It's a difficult time for musicians economically, but uh, creatively, we, we just got to keep doing it. So There's no other choice, is there? You're going to keep on. And so I can't wait to have you back. I know you play in so many different jazz-oriented synergy um, bands, and I'm going to look forward to the next thing Catherine's doing and what you're up to with Elise, and I can't wait to have you back here at the farm. Thank you, Julie. It's been such a pleasure. Great. Well, again, Catherine Bent and Elise Josera and their prog- uh, project Umgosta de Sol. And it's been a delight to have you do a concert and do interviews with us. I am Julie Lavender. This is Dream Farm Radio. You never know what you're going to hear next. So come back and listen some more really soon. photos of the farm, show information, or to learn about becoming a sponsor, visit dreamfarmradio.org where you can sign up to receive free weekly episodes of our program. Dream Farm Radio is produced by Don Richardson at mlcrecording.com. Thanks for listening. Every dreamer needs someone who touch their dreams Your blood will flow When flesh and steel are one Drying in the color Something in our minds will always stay Color of the evening sun.